All right, evening, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for coming back out. Uh, today, we're going to do the second half of Tehillim Parakuf Tesvav. Before that, we have uh, sponsors for this evening. Uh, first, we have uh, sponsors for the for the month. Um, uh, Torah Learning, sponsored this month by uh, Lone and Jenny Englinoff. Lili Nishmas Avram Chai Ben Yosef Shimon, Zechron Uh Sponsors uh, this week, Torah Learning, sponsored by Zahava Inglard and Norman Shapiro, Lechava Benino Avram Yosef Ben Zahava Dina, Ve'ezra Ben Miriam Ilana, Ve'chol Chai Elino Shinochum Leman Artseinu, Hashem Yishmar Lehem, Ve'yachzeru Habayta Ben also by Brandon and Eliza Beer for the yurt site of Shifa Rivka Bas El Chanan Yitzchak, who throughout many challenges, by Sharon and Ben Siel Blank in honor of their son Svi's offer of this past Shabbos in Shivat David and his upcoming wedding to Emuna Armon Mirz Hashem this Wednesday night, Tess Teves. Today, Sunday, December 17th, um, learning is sponsored by Joseph and Barbara Unger Frisch in honor of Rav Shlomo and all of the inspiration the Rav provides to the Klal in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutzlaretz in protection of our Chayalim and of return of our hostages and continued protection of Klal Yisrael during the war. Thank you everybody for our sponsors. And let's, uh, let's get on with the Tehillim. Now let's remember that... We are in the middle of a parak of Tehillim, right? Um, Tehillim Kuv Tezvav is broken up in our recitation of Hallel, but in the book of Tehillim, it's just one It's just one paragraph. So quickly, let's uh, read the parak of Tehillim and uh, review a little bit of what we learned last week, and then we'll continue this week with the second half of the of the parak. The truth is that we really did like two-thirds last week, and we only have one-third left this week, so that's good news. Right, you know, for for us, I think. So here's what we did last week. Everybody ready? Lolano Hashem Lolano. Remember, we say God, not for us, right? You know, God, don't uh, don't do like miracles, you know, but which is the paragraph that's before this, right? When the Jews left Mitzrayim, God performed these huge miracles, and now we say Lolano Hashem Lolano, which we learned different interpretations last week, right? Either we're saying we don't have the merit that they used to have, we don't have the tzaddikim that they used to have, or or just in general, God. You know, it's not for us. We we can't ask you to perform those miracles on our behalf. But right that that God should provo- provide miracles and salvation for us in His honor. Right, you know, for God's honor, He should provide salvation for us, and that should come in one of two forms. Right, al or al amitecha by God's kindness because. God does kindness, or by God's MS, by God's truth, because God promised, and God made a covenant with us, and we have a deal with God. So either because of God's truth or because of God's kindness in God's favor, meaning for God, right? God should perform uh, miracles and salvation for us. Because after all, if God does not, and the Jews are downtrodden, why should the world disparage God? The nations of the world will say, Where is where is your God? The Jews are downtrodden and and it's because God is weak or because God doesn't exist or because God has abandoned his covenant with the Jewish people, different forms that it's taken. But the truth is that that God is in uh, is in heaven or above the heavens or God is, you know, outside of the system. And and either, so we started last week two different interpretations, either he does 
everything, you know, whatever he wants to do. Or that, that everything in the whole world is manifestation of God's uh, God's will and God's desire. So it looks like maybe people will, from the outside will say, where is God? But the truth is that everything is really is really God. Meanwhile, everything else that people give uh, power and uh, and divinity to is all nonsense. It's nothingness, right? It's uh, it's. It's uh, inanimate. It's uh, gold, silver. It's fashioned and created by man. Right, that uh, that uh, you know, idols that have eyes, they can't see; ears, they can't hear; nose, they can't smell; they can't take breath; they can't walk. So these are all things that we we looked at last week, right? And we saw different interpretations last week. Either it's a tefillah that that. That, that those who who put their faith and trust in things other than God should become like like the idols, the idols that can't talk. The the people should not be able to talk. They should not be able to give us difficulty and hard time, and and their uh, their teaching should not spread. Right? Or, that's like a prayer. Or or that that we we as as people right we we become more like that which we. Put our faith and trust in, right? If we spend a lot of time, you know, uh, in uh, in vanity, we become more vain. If I spend a lot of time in spirituality, we become more spiritual, right? That we become that which we um, we put our 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 time in. Um, and contrary to all of these things, right? That um, that are really nothingness. And this is the end of the paragraph to Hillim. That well. It's the middle of the paragraph of Tehillim. It's the end of what we did last week. The end of the passage, as is broken up in our in our Hallel. Yisrael betach b'adonai yezom meginam hu beis Aaron betchu b'adonai yezom meginam hu yirei adonai betchu b'adonai yezom meginam hu. Right, that the the house of Israel um, should put their trust um, in in God because God is. Ezramu Maginam, right? God is their helper and their protector, right? The defense and offense. So we, we learned last week, right? Ezra Maginam. And it's not just base Aaron, it's also it's not just base Israel, I'm sorry, it's also base Aaron and also Yirei Hashem. Three different groups of people that put their trust and faith in Hashem. And I, I apologize for the smaller letters in this first section over here, but this was on last week's sheet. I just put it on here because because I wanted a transition, because you'll see in a second that Tehillim continues the transition, because after all, it's the same paragraph of, of Tehillim. And so we saw different interpretations in the Rishonim why there's three different groups of people. There's Yisrael, Betach Bashem, there's Beis Aaron, Betchu Bashem, and there's Yurei Hashem, Betchu Bashem, right? So there's uh, Yisrael, Beis Aaron, and, and the, Yurei, the Yurei Hashem. And so we saw that the Ibn Ezra writes that Yisrael um, are the, the masses of, of Jews. Beis Aaron are the Kohanim, right? The, the elite of the of the Jews. And then there's Yirei Hashem who are not even Jewish, according to the Ibn Ezra. It's just people who fear God. People who fear God don't need to be Jewish. You could have people who fear God who are who are not Jewish. In fact, we believe, I don't remember we discussed last week or not, it was already two weeks ago because we had Hanukkah last week. We didn't have Shir, but we believe that not everybody in the world is supposed to be Jewish, right? We believe that there is one there's one God for the whole world, but that he has different covenants with different people. And so quite clearly, not only can you have Yirei Hashem who are not Jewish, but we believe you are supposed 
supposed to have Yirei Hashem who are not Jewish. You're supposed to have people who fear God who are not uh, who are not Jewish. That is the Ibn Ezra's uh, understanding of the three groups of people. Yisrael are the masses of Jews. Beisaron are the Kohanim, the elite of the Jewish people, and the Yirei Hashem are uh, the um, the those who fear God. Uh, Jews, non-Jews, just uh, whoever whoever it is. Um, we saw that um, the Radak understood differently. The Radak understood that that the Israel is the masses of Jews, Beisaron are the Kohanim, but the Yirei Hashem, specifically the Radak, are people who study Torah. Um, uh, those are the Yirei Hashem, the Torah scholars, right? So it's a different kind of masses, a different kind of elite, sorry. You have the base Aaron, who are the priests, the Kohanim, and then you have the Yirei Hashem, who are the Torah scholars, right? Um, it's a different, uh, a, different, um, a different kind of Jewish elite. Rashi said that the Yirei Hashem are Geirim, are converts. It's similar to the Ibn Ezra's interpretation, but different than the Ibn Ezra's interpretation, right? Rashi again thinks there's base Israel, the house of the Jews, all of the, the masses of the Jews. There's base Aaron, the Kohanim, the elite, and then there is Yirei Hashem, those who fear God. And who those who fear God? The converts. It's like the next step from the Ibn Ezra, right? Ibn Ezra said that it's people who fear God in other nations. They're not Jewish. And Rashi says, well, well, those people might convert. They might not convert. But but Rashi thinks specifically that the paragraph of Talim is talking about all the Jewish people. And it's talking about three different groups of Jews. The masses of the Jews, the Kohanim, and um, converts. And, uh, and, and Gerim. They all put their trust and faith in, uh, in Hashem. And then finally, the last thing that we learned last week was this interpretation of the of the Malbim. And the Malbim writes, um, based based on the Rambam, um, the Malbim writes that um, that these are levels of people who put trust and faith in Hashem, right? Meaning there's the Israel, the masses of Jews, and they put trust and faith in Hashem. Yisrael betach b'Hashem, Ezra who they put trust and faith in Hashem. But... Then there's base Aaron. There's the there's the Kohanim. There's people who who put more trust and faith in Hashem. Is that something that we could say that there's gradations? There's people who who you know like you'll talk to them, you'll ask them like, yeah, I believe in Hashem, you know, or whatever. And then there's there's the ne a next level of of belief in Hashem. They put more trust and faith in Hashem. And then you have Yirei Hashem, those who fear God. The Malbim believes those people who put more trust and faith in Hashem. In essence, what the Malbim writes, and he does not explain the difference between the three groups. I Meaning he doesn't say how do I know if somebody's in the Yisrael camp, or if they're in the base Aaron camp, or if they're in the Yirei Hashem camp, I don't know. He doesn't give us, you know, um, uh, uh, road markers or uh, any uh, evaluative system by which we can discern which group somebody's in, but um, they are um, gradations, yeah, of uh, of putting trust and faith in Hashem. And so the Malbim writes, and this is the Chiddush that the Malbim writes, and again, it's not his own, it's based on the Rambam, but the Malbim writes is that the reason why these three groups are are uh, listed separately is that there's Yisrael Batach Bashem, and because, because the Israel, the masses, put their trust and faith in God, Ezramu Maginamu, God will be their their help and their and their shield, their offense and their defense. But then there's base Aaron Bitchu Bashem, there's base Aaron who put more trust and faith in Hashem. And as a result, God is Ezramu Maginamu. I know it's the same words, but Malbim thinks that it means that God is more their their helper. And their and their protector, and then there's Yirei Hashem Bitchub Hashem, the the people who fear God. They put even more trust and faith in Hashem, and as a result, God is Ezra Maginamu. God is even more their protector and more their helper. In essence, what the Malbim is really saying is, the more trust and faith that I put in Hashem, the more God will be my protector and will be my and will be my helper. Um, in Sharm Batvila, Rabbi Pinkas has the following um, analogy. Pinkas says that. 
Um, God sometimes works with us like this. This is the way that he says it. It's kind of interesting. But God sometimes works with us like this. Have you ever, I don't know if you ever, I can tell you my own experience. I don't know if you've ever had anything like this. Maybe it's a little bit different. Maybe you've had it in a different life circumstance, but something similar. I know that when I when I used to administer um, a Tzedaka fund, Right, it was one of the hardest things that I, I, my experience, one of the harder things that I that I had to do. You know, like deciding who to give money to and how much, and it wasn't even my own money. Mostly, I mean, some of it was, but most of it was was not. Right, that I was that I was giving out, and I felt like a tremendous responsibility. You know, of giving out. You know, the the stuck of funds, and and I, I found it to be very difficult. I found it to be very. Very challenging, and I and I never felt good about it. Uh, or rarely, and I, like sometimes I felt good about it. Like I knew I was helping something, you know, whatever. But 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 I I, I struggled with it more than I more than I more than I felt good about it. Okay, and I think that's the wrong emotion. I'm saying like I think that you're supposed to feel good when when you you know when you help somebody. I think, but um, but all the same, I you know I struggled with it. You know, it was it was I difficult. Mean, it's difficult. In, in general, in general, I I I, I agree. I agree. Um, and um, but sometimes sometimes. Um, when there was somebody who was local, you know, like somebody who, who we knew, and, and I knew that they needed help, but I also knew that they weren't, you know, like um, public about needing help. And I knew that we were helping them. Like that was the help that they were getting. I always felt better about that. And, and I, always, I always gave more. Um, I mean, partially because it's local, but, but also partially because I knew that if I didn't, Right, then that meant that they didn't have. Does that make sense? In, in other words, right, and Ray Pinkus, the way that that, that starts, what was that? Well, yeah, that, and that's that's one element of it. But the element that I'm trying to highlight is that I also knew, right, that they were reliant on our community. They weren't getting help from somewhere else because they didn't want to ask for help from somewhere else. That happens to be the experience that I had. But the point that Rabbi Pinkus writes in Sharon Batfila, Rabbi Pinkus says, is, is if I turn to God, right, in my prayer, and I say to God, listen, God, I think I've got this covered. <laughs> I think I'm doing okay here. I think I've got this covered, but you know what? Help me out a little bit, you know? Then God responds to me in that fashion. He says, oh, well, you know, if you got this covered, then, you know, you got discovered. All right, go ahead. All right, maybe you need a little help. Maybe I'll help you a little bit. But you know, you if you got discovered, then you're then then you're okay. That's the the way that I turn to God. God responds to me. If I turn to God and I say, God, I, I, I have no idea I'm going to get this done. I I I. I totally am reliant on your assistance to help my endeavors to be successful. It's not like I'm going to do nothing, right? But that, but, but God, I'm totally reliant on your endeavors, on your, I'm sorry, your assistance to help my endeavors to be successful. If that's how I turn to God, then that's how God responds to me. God's like, oh, you need me? Or you need me, then I'm going to, I'm going to help you. Right? Does, does that make sense? Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Right? And so, and so what the Malbim here is writing is, is that the, the level in which you put your trust and faith in God also dictates the level in which God responds by being Ezramu Maginam, by being your, your shield and your, um, and, your, and your helper. That's the Malbim's uh, essential uh, premise. Now, by the way, this is like radical stuff in terms of like our world view, right? You know, because I remember, I know when I was a kid, before I learned this Rambam, and again, the Malbim here is, is heavily influenced by the Rambam, and he has a number of different places, okay, fine, right? Um, before I learned this Rambam, I learned... When, when I was younger, I don't know if you learned the same thing, but but I learned, and, and and this is not wrong what I'm about to say, it's just not the Rambam's opinion, right? It's not wrong, but it's just not the Rambam, right? But but I learned that everything in the world happens directly from God's hand. Yes, you learned that ever, right? And the Rambam thinks that's, that's true, but it's not a complete picture, 
Because God can be more involved and God can be less involved. That's a reality. That's what the Rambam thinks. That's what the Rambam thinks. Yep. Uh, for example, right? The sun, uh, well, uh, the sun rises in the east and it sets in the west. Yeah, let's, let's work with something simple. Yes? Yes, yes. Right? Yes. Right? The Rambam thinks the reason why that happens is not because every morning God says sun should rise in the east, sun should set in the west. It's because God created the rules of nature. God set them be and they run. And they run. They run. Right? Um, now, yes, that means that God is doing it. Yes, obviously, right? The son is following God's command, right? But but the Ramam thinks that that's what the Ramam calls Hashkacha Klolis, there's a general providence, right? And, and it's not like God is standing over every blade of grass. I'm using this example on purpose because there are those who believe specifically this specific example is true, right? That God is not standing on every blade of grass and saying, grow, 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 stop, grow, 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 stop. No. The Ramam thinks that God created the rules of nature in such a way and, and you know, uh, when the grass gets this amount of water and this amount of nutrients and, and, and this amount of sunlight and whatever, then it grows this, this amount. Now, again, that's still from God because God set up that, that system, but God is not dictating, you know, but there are times, there are times where God specifically reaches his hand, God doesn't have a hand, God reaches his hand down into the world and instructs something specific, right, uh, to happen. That's what the Ramam calls Hashkacha Pratis, right? And, and, and the way that the Malbim here is saying it, and this is not the way the Rambam would have said it, but the way that the Malbim here is saying it, is that do I live on Hashkacha Klolis or do I live on Hashkacha Pratis? That's an interesting question. Yes? Everybody understands what, what, I'm, what I'm saying? Yeah. When, when I go through my life, right, is that just the natural order of the world, which I guess technically God set up because God set up the, the rules of nature, or is God actively involved in everything that's happening in my life, either bringing about desired outcome or avoiding undesirable outcomes, right? And the way that the Malbim here says it, and the Ramam would have said it a little bit differently, but it's a similar kind of construct, is to the extent that I put my trust and faith in God, God will reach his hand, so to speak, right down and be involved with me. And to the extent that I don't put my faith and trust in God, then God allows me to operate. Again, I'm still living in God's world, and what's happening is still, you know, by God's rules of nature, and so we might say that it's still by God's hand, but it's not the same thing. So what the, the difference between what the Rabbim calls Hashkacha Kolis and, and Hashkacha, Hashkacha Pratis, right? And that's what the Malbim reads into these Pesukim. That's why there's three different groups of people. There's Yisrael Batach Bashem, and as a result of that base level, whatever it is, of, of Bitachon, trust in God, as a result, Ezra Maginam Hu, but then there's more, Beis Aron Betchu Bashem, and as a result of that more, there's more Ezra Maginam Hu, and then there's Yirei Hashem Betchu Bashem, and as a result of that more, there's even more Ezra Maginam Hu. So God is more involved in my life the more that I put my my trust and faith in in God um, to bring about my uh, my help and my and my salvation. All of that is the review section of the right. But now but now we're actually ready to, to move on. So now the Tilim says, and we're up to Pasuk Yudbet, right? In the top of the Tilim, we're up to Pasuk uh, uh, Pasuk Yudbet. Yeah. So um, Hashem Zecharanu Yivarech. I had a very hard time with these three words, but uh, it, it, um, we'll, we'll come back to them in a second. First, let's just read to the end of the the parak, and then we'll. We'll, we'll come back to the words of the Rishonim and Nachronim as we usually do. So Hashem Zecharani Yivarech, God should remember us and bless us. Yivarech Espeis Yisrael, He should bless the house of Israel. Yivarech Espeis Aaron, He should bless the house of Aaron. Yivarech Yirei Hashem, He should bless the house of Hashem. I'm going to pause right here for one second because we know these three groups of people, don't we? If right, exactly, right? It's the same three groups of people. It's base Yisrael, it's uh, Yisrael betach b'ashem ezra m'aginam hu, base Aaron betach b'ashem ezra m'aginam hu, Yirei Hashem betach b'ashem ezra m'aginam hu, and now what do we have over here, right? Now we have 
Yivareches Beis Yisrael, that's the first group. Yivareches Beis Aaron, that's the second group. Yivarech Yirei Hashem, that's the third group. But now we have something strange, because that's not the end of the Pasuk. What do we have now? Hakitanim imagdolim, the young ones as well as the adults. We'll explain. But Yosef Adonai Aleichem, God should add unto you, Aleichem v'albenechem, unto you and unto your children. What is God adding? This, you don't have to answer. It's just a question, right? Um, you are blessed uh, to God who created the heaven and earth. The heavens were made, uh, were, um, uh, are the dominion of God. And uh, maybe that's a bad way of saying it. The heavens are to God and the earth was given to man. The, the deceased do not praise God nor those who have descended to the depths. And we will praise God. Hallelujah. From now and forever, right? Uh, praise, praise God. The end of this paragraph seems to be a little bit dis disjointed. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Right? And uh, exactly how we move from point A to sentence A to sentence B um, is something that we'll see in the words of the in the words of the Rishonim. So let's so let's do this now. Pasuk Yudbet again, and this time with the words of the Rishonim and the Achronim that you find on the bottom of the page. So Hashem Zecharanu Yivarech. So you see where I have Hashem Zecharanu Yivarech, right? In the next paragraph, and the Radak the Radak says Hashem Zecharanu Yivarech. It means Hashem Asher Zecharanu Tamid Bechem Laso Aleinu who Yivarech Hamo. So it goes like this. Hashem Zecharanu Yivarech. God, who is always remembering us. Why is God always remembering us? Hashem Zecharanu. God, who is always remembering us. And why is God always remembering us? Bechem Laso. Because in God's compassion and His mercy on the Jewish people, He's constantly remembering us. And because God is constantly remembering us, Yivarech. God should bless us. Hashem Zecharanu Yivarech. Because God is constantly remembering us, because of God's compassion, because of God's mercy. So we're asking God when He remembers us in His compassion and in His mercy, He should bless us. That's how the Radak understands these three words. But the Malbim understood these words differently. And if you look in the Malbim, the Malbim says, Hashem al pize yomar Hashem al yedei zichrano, God should remember us. What does that mean? Ritzono lomar. Al yedei she sanu, al yedei abitachon. Why is it that God remembers us? Well, what did we just say in the previous psukim? We said that unlike the other people in the world who put their faith in idols and in nonsense, we put our faith in God. Well, if we put our faith in God, so then Hashem zicharanu yivarech, then God will remember us. Why will God remember us? Because we remember Him. Because we put our trust and faith in God, then God will remember us. Al And because of that, yivarech He will bless us all over again. You understand the, the Radak and the Malbim, they had this, this uh, disagreement here that we've discussed a number of different times, right, what the Hasidim call the difference between the Isra Usa de la Eila and the Isra Usa de la Tata, right, the awakening from above and the awakening from, uh, from, from below, right, in other words, what's going on here according to the Radak is that God is remembering us, why, because God is compassionate, God has mercy, so God looks down at us and God remembers us and the Radak is saying that when you look down at me, please, Give us blessing. Hashem zecharanu yivarech. God, when you remember us, please give us blessing. But the Malman thinks that this is Rusul de la Tata. This is coming from the bottom. It's going bottom up. It's not coming top down. It's going bottom up. What happens is I am putting my bitachon in Hashem. I'm either in one of these groups. I'm in the Yisrael. I'm in the Beisaron. I'm in the Yirei Hashem. I'm in one of these groups. But when I send my trust and faith up to God, so Hashem zecharanu, then God will remember me. 
because I'll move from the realm of Ashkacha Klalis into the realm of Ashkacha Pratis. I'll move from God's general providence, right, where things just sort of happen based on the laws that God set up, into the realm of divine intervention, of God being more actively involved in my life. And as I move from the realm of Ashkacha Klalis to the realm of Ashkacha Pratis, I am, I am forcing God, if you will, to remember me. Hashem Zicharanu, God remember us because, because we remember you. And when God will remember us because we remembered Him, Yivarech, then God should bless us. Yeah, I, there's no right or wrong here. I'm saying Radak Malbim. It's just you know, and and I think sometimes in life, maybe we're both. You know what I mean, uh, or or one or the other. You know, like we have moments in life where we're 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 strong with God, and we have moments in life where maybe we're we're weaker. Um, what? Less strong. Yeah, that's a much nicer way of saying it. Thank you very much. Well, maybe we're maybe we're maybe we're less strong. And so, in our stronger moments, maybe we can turn to to God with the Malbim Stvila, and we could say, you know, Hashem Zecharano Yivareich, God, we're remembering you. Remember us and give us blessing. And in our less strong moments, maybe we can turn to God with the Tvila of the Radak, and we could say, God, Hashem Zecharano, remember us. Please, you remember us. You know, please, please remember us, Yivarech, and give us and give us blessing. And who gets this blessing? Who is it? So it's our same three groups of people. Yivarech has base Israel, Yivarech has base Aaron, Yivarech Yirei Hashem. You bless the you should you should bless God, right? The 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 house of Israel, you should bless the house of Aaron, and you should bless those who uh, who fear God. So again, the same Rishonim that we saw in the earlier part from last week will say the same thing, right? The masses of the Jews, the Kohanim, and then who's like you know the Torah scholars, the Geirim, the the Yirei Hashem, those who fear God from all of the different uh, the different different nations, whoever, whoever it is, right? Uh, who is the, the Yerei Hashem? God should give them blessing. But if you look in the Malbim over here, again, the Malbim writes, again, it, it's the same understanding that he had before. He just carries it through the rest of the parak. So he writes, Habracha hazos, this bracha that God gives us, the blessing that God is going to give is going to be um, contingent on the level of bitachon that you had in the previous section. So God will bless the base Israel. He will. He'll bless the masses who have regular, you know, levels of bitachon. And he'll give greater blessing to those who have more bitachon. That's the base Aaron. And similarly, and then the Yirei Hashem, because they have more bitachon in Hashem, they get even greater blessing than the Beis Aaron. So there's Yivarech Espes Yisrael, Yivarech Espes Aaron, Yivarech Yirei Hashem, right? Each gradations and levels of blessing um, contingent on their levels of of bitachon. But then you have at the end, and I pointed this out when we read it, then you have Yivarech Yirei Hashem, Haktanim im agidolim. So who are these youngins and who are these olders? Um, um, biggers. I don't Oldins. Know. Oldins? <laughs> who, who, who are these kitanim and who are these gidolim? So if you look in the Radak, you write something so interesting. The Radak writes, Yivarech Yirei Hashem, Haktanim im agidolim. You see it? Velo amar ala hacherem. Ela al beis Yisrael u beis Aaron. Why is it that the Yirei Hashem get blessing Haktanim im agidolim? But the base Yisrael and the base Aaron don't. You see, watch, watch what the Radak is doing. Are you ready? If you look at the Psukim, it goes like this. Yivarech is base Hashem. Uh, I'm sorry. Yivarech is base Yisrael. Yivarech is base Aaron. Period. Because it's the end of the Pasuk. Yes? 
Everyone sees what I'm doing. Then you have Yivarech Yirei Hashem Haktani Mimagdolim. Everyone sees that? So who has the Ketani Mimagdolim? It's only the Yirei Hashem. What about the base Yisrael? What about the base Aaron? How come their kids don't get blessing? Does everyone see what the Radak is asking? Why is it that we only ask for blessing the Ketanim, the youngins with the oldins, by the Yerai Hashem, by the third group, by those who fear God, and not by the Beis Yisrael and not by the Beis Aaron? They have kids too, presumably. The masses, they have kids also. The Kohanim, they have kids too. So how come we don't ask for blessing Ketanim Magdolim over there? You see, we could have said, we could have said that Ketanim Magdolim goes all the way back. Right? Yivarech Espeis Yisrael, bless the house of Israel. Yivarech Espeis Aaron, Yivarech Yirashem, Haktanim Magdolim for all of them. But that's not what the Radak says. No, no, no. Haktanim Magdolim is, all, and we can support the, is only by the Yirashem. And we can support the Radak's reading just by the Pesukim. Yeah? Because there's a period there. It's the end of the Pasuk. Yivarech Espeis Yisrael, Yivarech Espeis Aaron, end of the Pasuk, period. The house of Yisrael, the house of Aaron. Now, next Pasuk, Yivarech Yirashem, Haktanim Magdolim, bless the Yirashem, their children along with the adults. So we, we can support the Radax reading, but he's asking then, why is that true? Why why is it that way? That there's only a, a request for blessing for the children of the Yirei Hashem and not for the children of the Beis Yisrael and not for the children of the Beis Aaron. And so um, I had a Rebbe when I was in um, in uh, studying in Shalavim, Rabbi Yosef Nussbacher, who, uh, who used to say that as a methodological... Um, um, Method? No, you can't say that. Methodological point? I don't know, right? Um, when you have a question, when something um, seems to be missing, like this, like why is there no blessing for the Ketanim by the first and only by, by the second, you generally speaking have two different ways of resolving that. It's what he called, I don't need it, or I already have it. That's that's what he that's what he used to say, right? Um, uh, so uh, so for example, let's see if I can come up with a good example right now. Um, yes, you go to a you go to a barbecue, right? And um, uh, and they are uh, uh, slicing uh, some nice brisket, and uh, you notice that there's no sauce, and you ask, why is there no sauce? Sauce seems to be missing. So there's two two different possible answers. One is you don't need it because the barbecue is good and it doesn't need sauce. You're in Texas or you're in Memphis or something like that. Not in Carolina and not in Kansas City, right? Where you need sauce. But you know, you, you don't you don't need it. Or there's another possibility, and that is you already have it. Somebody put the sauce on the meat. Okay, maybe it's not enough. Maybe you want more. Okay, it's a silly example. Give me a break, everybody, okay? But that's, yeah, everyone understands what I'm, what I'm saying. And so if you look at the Radak, the Radak over here, he, he answers, look, look what he writes. Ki bayis kolel haktanim imagdolim. So I already have it. I already have it. It's not that I, it's I already have it. Why do I already have it? Because what did we say? Listen careful. Yivarech es base Yisrael. Bless the houses of Yisrael. Yivarech es base Aharon. Bless the houses of Aaron. And then, what's the third one? Yivarech Yirei Hashem. It does not say, 
as base Yerei Hashem, the houses of the Yerei Hashem. So the Radak says, well, if I'm giving blessings to the, blessings to the houses of base Yisrael and the houses of base Aaron, I'm already giving blessing to the, to the children. The children are part of the houses. I already have that blessing. It's already there. But then when we write Yevarech Yerei Hashem, bless those who fear God, well, that's only those individuals. Well, what about their kids? What about their families? So that's why David Melech has to say, Haktanim imagdolim, the youngins as well as the as well as as well as the adults. Yeah? This makes sense? Yep. Um, what I was thinking when uh, when 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 I read this, and we'll get to the to the Malbim in uh, in a second, because he understands he understands this differently. But um, there is a, there is a Tosis in uh, in Masechta Shabbos where Tosis divides what he calls the Zechus Avos from what he calls the Bris Avos. It means that that we have a, a covenant with God um, that He made with our Avos with Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. God made a covenant with with the Avos, and as a result, we have the Bris Avos with God. We have, we have a covenant with God. It means like God, you promised, and so you have to stay with us. Because you promised. It's not because I deserve it. You know, is everyone with me? It's not because I deserve it, but it's because you promised. Yeah? And then that's that's what that's what Tosis calls the bris avos. God promised. And then there's something called the zuchus avos, which is the merit of the avos, which is different entirely. And Tosis says you get the merit of the avos when you follow in their path. In other words, I could turn to God and I could say, Hey God, you know, Avram was a great dude, right? And so and so help me out. But God will say to me, if that's what I say, well, are you like Avraham? Avram was a great dude, so help you out, but are you like Avram? Do you deserve that? Right? That's what those calls the zechus avos, the merit of the of the avos. But in order to get the merit of the avos, you, you have to earn it. Yeah? To get the bris avos, you don't have to earn it. You just you're 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 there. Yeah, yeah. And that's sort of you know what's going on over here is that you have these Yurei Hashem, these people who fear who fear God, they earn it. They get it, right? But they want blessing for the rest of their houses also. Well, well, where does that come from? See, if it's blessing, Yivarech is base Yisrael, Yivarech is base Aaron, so then you're built in. It's part of the house. It's like the bris avos. It's a, it's a package deal. It, all, it, goes, it goes together. But if it's just Yirei Hashem, so then, then you need more. You need this extra prayer, that God should give the, the blessing to, to the children as well as, to the, as, well as to, to the adults. But if you look at the Malbim over here in the Haktanim Magdolim section, the Malbim writes something really, really interesting. And this is going to take us to the next section also. The Malbim writes, Umosif ki imagdolim. Who are the Ketanim and who are the Gdolim? So you see the Radak understood that who are the Ketanim, it's the people's kids, the children, the children, right? The Malbim understood that the Ketanim, the Malbim thinks the Ketanim are the lower level of Bitachon Jews. We had three groups of Jews, Beis Yisrael, Beis that's what you were thinking? Amazing. Good, good. Baruch Shekivant. Right? There's the base Yisrael, base Ket, right? There's the base Aaron, and then there's the Yirei Hashem. Gradations of levels of Bitachon. And the Malbim said that God's going to give everybody blessing. He's going to give everybody blessing. Right? But the blessing that you're going to get is commensurate to the level of Bitachon that you have. And now David HaMelech, at the end, he adds a new tefillah. Yivarech is base Yisrael. Their bracha. Yivarech is base Aaron. Bigger bracha. Yivarech Yirei Hashem. They get the biggest bracha. And now I'm going to ask Haketan. I'm going to ask that the blessing that you give to the Gedolim should filter down and come down to the Ketanim also. Yeah, um, in, uh, in more Hasidic circles, we might say, right, that the, the Rebbe 
right? The tzaddikim can achieve blessing and through their blessing, the blessing that comes to them can filter down and spread to the people who are lower down, who are not quite on their not quite on their level. And so that's what the Malvin says that David Melech here is asking the new tefillah, right? Not that the children of the people should receive blessing along with them, but that that we on the lower levels should receive the grander and greater bracha. How do we get it? It it overflows and filters down from the tzaddikim, from the Yerei Hashem, down to the Beis Aaron, and from the Beis Aaron down to the, down to the Beis Yisrael, so that everybody receives the, the grander and the greater, the grander and the greater bracha. Here, yeah, look. These groups are, they intersect each other. They aren't separate groups. I, I think so. And, and I, I imagine that a person can also fluctuate between them, right, at different points in life. You know, uh, you can move, you know, uh, vertically. Right between the between the different groups, um, how distinct and separate are they? Meaning, is there a clear demarcation? I don't know. I I, I don't know what the what the you know. Not the way that the Malbim sees it. You're right. You are correct. If I assume that Beit Aaron means only Kohanim, right? Then that's a clear group, or even Levim, whatever, whatever, right? Well, Beit Aaron is Kohanim, but well, right, but, but that's a clear group. But the way that the Malbim understands the construct of Beit Aaron, right? It, it's it's like people who are um, more um, actively involved in the service of God and in giving God their trust and their and their faith, right? And that's the way that he that's the way he uses it. So. So I, I don't know exactly, I, I, you know, how those, how, where, the, where the lines are. But now, right, David HaMelech says, Yosef Adonai Aleichem, Aleichem V'yal So God should add on you, on you and on your, and on your children. So if you look at Mitsudos, what is God adding? Bechol eis, Yosef Aleichem Bracha. God is adding Bracha. God is adding blessing. So what did we just say? We said, I put my trust and faith in God. God should remember us and God should give us blessing. Top down, bottom up, whatever it is. God should remember us and God should give us blessing. God should give us grander and greater blessing. If you like the Malbim's interpretation, the blessing should rain down and I should get even more blessing than I deserve because I can get overflow of blessing, right, from, from other people. And then David Melech says, and God should even give us more blessing. Yosef Adonai Aleichem. God should, should add bracha onto you, but not just onto you because who davens for bracha only for themselves? Who doubts and only for themselves? Yosef Adonai Aleichem, Aleichem, Vial Bnechem. God should add blessing on you, and God should also add blessing on your uh, on your on your children, right? Because that's how we because that's how we daven. But if you turn the page over and you look at the Malbim again, uh, the same interpretation. It's just he keeps, but because according to the Malbim, who are who are the youngins? Who are the Bnechem? It's not your children. It's the base Israel. It's the the lower level of the of the masses. So what does this mean? Yosef Hashem Aleichem 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 Vial Bnechem. That God should add blessing on you and blessing onto your children. Look at the mom writes. It's amazing. Yosef Hashem Aleichem. I'm on the second side of the page. Ulam Achar Shal Yedei Berchas Hashem Es Hagedolim Yisparchu Gamaktanim Bebrachazu. If the way it works is that God gives grand blessing to the to the Yerei Hashem, the highest level, and then it spreads from there. It overflows. It goes down. Right. And so everybody gets. The grander blessing, because that's the way that God that God makes it work. But then, my kids would ask me this. They would say, "It's not fair. It's not fair. Why should the people on the bottom get the grander, greater blessing? They they're not on the top. 
The people on the top, they get the big blessing. The big blessing rolls down. Everybody gets the big blessing. That's not fair. So you know what God does? Yosef Hashem Aleichem. God adds blessing on who? Who's the Aleichem? On the top. God adds blessing to the people on top. Why? To give them greater standing because they deserve it. Because that's only right. But then do you know what happens when God adds blessing on the top? It flows down. So it ends up, Yosef Hashem Aleichem, Aleichem v'yal b'neichem. And it flows down. But then what does God have to do? He has to add more blessing again on the top. And then it flows down. So what does God need to do? He has to do it again. And so we have this never-ending cycle of blessing. That's the tefillah that David HaMelech is saying here according to the Malbim. David HaMelech is saying that we put our trust and faith in God. As a result, God is going to give us levels of blessing. And so long as there are Jews who are at that top level, right, God should bless haktanim imagdolim. God should allow the bracha to flow down. But once God allows the bracha to flow down, God should then still reward the people on the top. But when God adds more reward to the people on the top, that flows down too. And so we create this, this never-ending cycle of bracha. And that's what we want. That's what, that's what we want. So Yosef Hashem Aleichem, Aleichem V'yal B'neichem. Because that's what we want. We want this never at the very end of the, of the Malbim, he writes, Ot Yosef Abracha B'tmidut, Le'en Kates. And then it keeps cycling with, with no end. So it's a tefillah for, for never-ending blessing. It's a very audacious tefillah, right? It's a tefillah for never-ending blessing based on this cycle of haktanim imagdolim, of Yosef Hashem Aleichem, Aleichem, Bial B'neichem, that God should keep adding blessing in that, um, in that cycle and overflow kind of, uh, kind of paradigm. But then, aside from all of that, Beruchim Atem Ladonoi Ose Shemaim Va'aretz. So if you look in the Radak, the Radak writes that and, and why can we daven to God? Why should we daven to God and ask Him for blessing? Because blessed to God who created heaven and earth. Remember what we learned last week, right? That 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 all of that nonsense and nothingness that everybody puts their faith and, and trust in, right? The idols that can't speak and they're made from whatever, right? We're asking God, and we can have trust that these brachas will be fulfilled because after all, God is God is the one who created heaven and earth. God controls the whole system. He's outside of the whole system. He's He created everything. And so, and so we have good reason to ask God for these blessings and good reason to have trust and faith in God and believe that our trust and faith in God will be rewarded by God giving us these, these blessings. That's what it means. Bruchim atam Hashem ose shemayim varetz. If you look in the Malbim, again, he writes something so different. Look at the Malbim writes. Bruchim v'chutz mimasha Hashem zacharanu yivarech chutz mimasha yivarech osano al yidea schira sheyizkor osano Up until now, what kind of bracha have we been asking for? Bracha commensurate with our effort, our trust and faith in God. Remember, Malbim believes that this paragraph of Tehillim is working bottom up, right? I trust and faith in God and God commensurately provides me with blessing. Aside from that, leaving that aside, right? Atem bruchim l'ashem mikvar. 
We are already blessed by God already. We are already blessed by God. There's top-down blessing that comes, just comes. Top-down blessing, not bottom-up. I put my trust and faith in God. God responds. Rashem zicharanu. God remembers us and gives us. No, no, no. There's also bruchim atem l'ashem, There's also top-down blessing that God is always giving us. And how do I know that's true? Sheskir shechashvu l'ashemayim v'aretz heim asuyim v'omdim mikfar v'she'ein Hashem poel behem davar rak this part is not the Go one, two, three lines up from the bottom of the bottom at the end of the line. Because we don't believe like some other people that uh, the world always existed and the world continued. No, no. We believe that God is Ose. Ose is a present tense verb. Yeah? We are blessed to God who is creating heaven and earth. We believe that God created heaven and earth and that he's constantly creating heaven and earth so that if God decided right now not to continue heaven and earth, it would cease to be. Straight now. The only reason why we're sitting here right now, the only reason why we're sitting here right now is because God desires us to be sitting here right now. Well, hang on a second. If God desires us to be sitting here right now, well, then that means by very definition, we are... We are blessed by God who is creating heaven and earth right now. And we know that because we're sitting here right now. You see what the Malbim is saying? There's like a switch in the paragraph of right now, according to the Malbim, right? There's our request for God to bless us bottom up because we're putting our trust and faith in God. And then there's another recognition that happens right now, right? Which is, And I recognize, aside from the request that I'm asking, that God should give me bracha and that it should trickle down from the tzaddikim down to me wherever I am in the pyramid. Aside from that, let me recognize that, that we are also blessed by God, blessed by God because God creating heaven and earth right now and I'm here. So that means I must be blessed by God. God is giving me blessing right now. So I'm asking God for this blessing bottom up. I'm asking God for more blessing, but then I also have to recognize at the same time that I am receiving already God's blessing. You see what adds here? According to the Malibu, it adds a whole new dimension. It switches from moving bottom up to moving top down. And instead of asking God for this additional blessing, it's recognizing the blessing that I already have and putting that together. It's a very beautiful kind of tefillah. Yeah? And then, Hashamayim Shamayim Ladonoi Varetz Nasan of Nayadam. We do the rest of the last three Psukum together. So what did we just say? We just said, that we are blessed to God, creator of heaven and earth. With Malvin, we just explained. The Radak who said before that it means that we should have trust and faith in God because God will give us blessing because God can give us blessing because God created everything, right? And now if you look in Radak, so God created everything, but how does God operate in the world? That's what the Radak says. Look at the Radak. Even though God created both heaven and earth, Right, God, God's domain is in the heavens. We we have very little to do in the heavens. We have nothing, well, nothing to do in the heavens. But on earth, we can be active, creative, innovative. Down here on earth, and 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 because we can be active, creative, innovative here down on earth, we might forget about God. We might forget that this earth is also God's. We have to recognize that, that God is in charge of everything. He may have given us responsibilities, 
right? But but God is in charge of this world still. And if God desires, he will remove us from our responsibilities and put somebody else in our place. What do we call that? People pass away and other people fill um, their, their, their spaces, whatever, I mean, not always, but uh, you know, uh, but 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 pick up from where they left off. And if somebody recognizes that God is is the sovereign on the world, and he fears God, like a trustworthy steward, then God will will allow us to continue to operate and to to fulfill our our task to its completion. And that's why it says afterwards, So we can put our trust and faith in God and expect and trust that God is going to give us bracha because God is He created heaven and earth and He can do it. And because we believe that God created both heaven and earth, we know that that God created heaven and earth and He's given us the opportunity, the ability to be responsible, active, creative, innovative in this world, but we know that we better be careful and continue to acknowledge and recognize God because if we don't, loa may sim hallelujah. The the deceased, the, the God will cut us off if we don't recognize him. And and we will no longer be able to sing and praise God. And so we won't be like that. We will not. We will continue to recognize God in this world, knowing that even in our creativity and in our innovation, God is sovereign and, and the master of this world. We will be va'anachnu. We we will bless God. Hallelujah. We will bless God from now and forever. Right? We will continue to, to bless God. That's the Radax um, interpretation. The Malm is slightly different interpretation. We'll finish up over here for today. Oh, I'm going to be early tonight. This never happened. Okay. Um, I'm talking too soon. If we look at the look at the Malbim. Yep. The Malbim says, "Hashamayim shamayim laHashem, mishu osa shamayim manig osam zehu misyaches laHashem kifirotzono vaharagasoa koleles." Very interesting, right? Again, this is the same Malbim, the same that we've seen the whole time. How does God operate in the world? In the heaven, sorry, Hashamayim shamayim laHashem, Hashkacha koleles. Sunrise in the east, sets in the west, because that's the rules that God made. God doesn't have to intervene in the morning and tell the sun, "Hey, rise in the east." In the afternoon, He doesn't have to tell the sun, "Set in the west." No, God created the world to to rotate, right? And as a result, the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. I know the sun doesn't move. You know that too, right? Right? The 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 earth rotates, and 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 as a result, right? God doesn't have to tell the earth to rotate. God already told the earth to rotate, and now the earth just rotates. That's just how it is. The way that God operates in Shemayim is Hashkacha Klalis, is, is uh, general providence. And via the natural order of the world, God every day allows the world to continue. But this earth, what happens down here, what happens down here, God gave to us. What does that mean, that what happens down here, God gave to us? Our actions, the way that we behave, dictates what happens down here in this world. You see what the Malbim is saying? God set up the rules of nature that happen in heaven. and that's, They just go. But what happens here is not predetermined, like the, like the rules in heaven. So is that thing you're 
Yeah, that's that, that, exactly correct, right? It, from the beginning, you're saying, yeah. yeah, exactly correct. Yeah, right. Um, and based on either our service of God or our rebellion against God, God gives us either judgment or or He gives us kindness. And and based on that, right? Based on that, David Amelech um, uh, then writes. Uh, if we if we skip them, no no okay what's going to happen next uh, what's going to happen next, in the next paragraph of Tehillim the next paragraph of Arahal Darmelech is going to start uh, a more personal uh, account of of thanks and discussion of of his life and things that that happened to him and God's involvement for it but in order to to introduce that, What does it mean, It means that, that God wants us in this world. He wants us to be here, and He wants us to recognize Him. That's what God wants. He wants us to find Him in this world. And, and, and we can't do that after we're deceased. Right, so this is the world of Asiya. This is the world of action. This is the world where where we have free will and choice, and we can seek and find God and recognize God. And so long as we're here, we continue to seek and find and recognize God. And that's that's what God wants. That's what God wants. And as a result, we while we're still alive. Um, uh, it's not sufficient for us to say general praise of God. Hallel. Right? We have to nivarech. We have to bless God. We have to say specific praise of God to find God in our lives and to give specific praise of God for our for our lives. And so the way the Malmah understands God runs the heavens by general providence. But this world, there can be specific providence. There, there can be um, a specific God intervention in our lives. As a result, I have a limited amount of time where I can see Seek out, find, acknowledge, recognize, and praise and bless God. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that. From now and forever, Hallelujah! I'm going to sing the praise of I'm going to sing the praise of God. And so what we have at the end of this paragraph of Dalim is is uh, is our prayer that that we should rise ourselves up to God, that God should look down and remember us, that God should give us blessing and will give us blessing, commensurate with our efforts and our recognition, trust and faith in God. But more than that, we ask God to flow, overflow bracha down on us so that we can get more blessing and then to create that cycle of continuous blessing that will continue to flow on us and our children as well so that we can continue to bless God knowing that God is sovereign here in this world and that so long as we still have time here we are blessed to God because we are still here we are blessed to God and we commit ourselves to continue to sing his praise to find him to acknowledge him in our lives to add more bracha and the cycle continues and repeats and so we thank God for the bracha that he has given us we ask him to give us bracha for his name so that we can continue to find him so that we can continue to seek him and so that he can continue to give us that cycle of bracha as well that's to him in its entirety, let's say the Tehillim together. We'll say it from the beginning. Is that okay, everybody? All right, here we go. Lo lanu Adonai lo lanu kilishim chatein kavod al chaslecha al amitecha 
Lama yom ragoyim ayena Eloheim velohinu bashamayim kol asher chafetzasa atzabeihem kesef izahav maseyedei adam pelahem veloyedabeiru etnayim lahem veloyiru aznayim lahem veloyishmau af lahem veloyirichun yedeihem veloyimushun ragleihem veloyahalechu lo yegu begronam kimohem yuoseim kol asher boteach bohem Yisrael betach Badonai as Ramu Maginamu, Besaram Bitrubadonai as Ramu Maginamu, Yere Adonai Bitrubadonai as Ramu Maginamu, Adonai Zicharano Yvarech, Yvarech as Base Israel, Yvarech as Besaron, Yvarech Yere Adonai Akitanim Imagidolim, Yosef Adonai Alechem, Alechem Yalbinechem, Ruchim Atem Adonai, Yose Shamayim Varet, Hashamayim Shamayim. Adonai, va'aretz nasan livnei adam, lo ameisim ya hallelujah, velo choyar dey duma, va'anachnu nevarech ya me'atavi adolam, hallelujah. Achinu kol be'isisun, usunu batzara v'ashivya, homdim bein bayam uvein bayabasha, hamakom yirachim alehem, v'yotzniyei mitzara lirvacha, u'me'afeila liyora, u'mishibud ligula, hashna bagalav isman kariv, v'nomar, amen. Thank you very much everybody, have a great night.